You're listening to Left of the Dial. I'm your host, Kitsy, and with me once again is the rollerblading Caleb Coy. <laughs> I, you know, I've never, actually, no, that's not true. I have been on rollerblades once. I was going to say, uh, you were alive in the 90s. There's no way you weren't on rollerblades at least once. Well, here's the thing, though, is that I didn't actually learn to roller skate uh, until my early 20s. Uh, at, uh, when, I don't know if you ever remember the, uh, weird local Syracuse hardcore festival, Hellfest. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a year that they held it at the, the skating rink in Mattydale. Uh, and, uh, my buddy, uh, Devlin taught me how to roller skate, he and his wife. Uh, because you see, I went once as a kid to a roller skating party, uh, when those were a thing at school. Uh, and I fell so many times. I might have actually broken my elbow for all I know, but all I, I remember the bruise was so large because I kept falling to the same side, mm-hmm. landing on the same elbow, and my dad never let me do it again. So uh, much like when I, they tried to teach me to swim uh, and I failed the initial uh, test, no one ever let me do it again. And so <laughs> I didn't I didn't do a lot of things as a kid. Um to be but fair, you say, don't do a lot of things as an adult, too. That's true. I, I still don't swim, and I still don't roller skate. Um, but hey, hey, I do podcast. That's true. And this is a music podcast, not a rollerblading yes. podcast. Woo! Woo! Uh, hey, hey, welcome back, by the way. Hey, thank you. Thank you. It's, uh, it's good to be back. We had, uh, we had fun last week. I... I yeah. Heard. I haven't heard the episode yet, but I've heard that you had fun, so I'm glad. Uh, <laughs> yes, it was. It was definitely fun, uh, but I'm definitely glad that you're back. As am mm. I. But I had a good time. I, I I had a little weekend away, and it was nice. Good. And then I came home, and good. here I am. And here you are. So, woo, woo. I'm sure you have questions. I have. I have, yes, I have questions. Okay, what, I, what I'd like you to do is explain to bo- both to me, but also to our listeners, kind of what, how I, I pitched this record to you, like what I told you about it, and just what your like absolute first impressions are before like digging into any of the tracks. Okay, so uh, the record we're talking about today is uh, 10 Hours by 1st of October, uh, and in preparation for today's episode, uh, you gave me two choices, one uh, that you had mentioned to me a a couple weeks back, uh, and it was kind of a, like, I dare you to find anything about this band at all, Mm -hmm. Uh, and the other was this record, and your uh, commandment was that I do no research whatsoever. Um, yep. And uh, I chose that. We're, we're going to eventually do the other one as well, so yes. it's not like people are missing out, but I, I chose the uh, the latter uh, because I thought that that was a, an interesting challenge. Okay, I'm going in completely blind. I've never heard of this band, this record, uh, and I don't even get to find out any information about them. That, that was intriguing. Um, first impression, I have no idea what I've listened to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there are uh, it's a it's a ten song record uh, that spans just over twenty minutes, so it's a very short record. I think uh, the longest song is just a hair over three minutes. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, it's fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, when I when I saw that the first track uh, that we heard coming in uh, barely uh, was just over thirty seconds, and it was called "Woo," um, I was already intrigued, and uh, it turns out I was not let down. So, um, I have some more thoughts as we, we go through, we're going to, you know, the, the songs are short enough. We're going to, I think, touch on all of them, at least a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's, I feel like one of these voices I recognize and I couldn't place exactly mm. from where. And, okay. uh, again, from my, my commitment to you, I did no, uh, no research to, uh, confirm that. In fact, I haven't even brought up their genius lyrics page yet for fear that it might spoil uh, information that oh, it uh, almost will, certainly would will be revealed. Yes. Now I'm torn between two options here. Okay. And I'm going to let you decide which path we do. This is a choose your own Ooh, adventure episode. I love this. I'm going to let you decide the path. Um, <laughs> okay. Because that that worked out so uh, so <laughs> so uh, so well so far. Um. I can either tell you the story behind this record now, and then we can talk about it, or we can talk all the way through it, and then I can tell you the story behind it at the end. Oh. Um, hmm. I want to know the story up front. Okay. Because then that'll let me like actually dig in and like read the lyrics and stuff like that as we talk about the tracks. Sure, sure. Okay. 
So the band First of October is not really actually a band. You don't say. I don't say. I do say. <laughs> I do say. Uh, this was a incredibly fun experiment done by two uh, pretty popular YouTube musicians. Uh, both are well over the million subscriber mark, uh, and you may have you, this may be how you have heard of one of them or recognize one of the voices. Um, it's uh, guitarist Rob Scallon, who is best known for his. Uh, like viral videos of like metal in inappropriate places. And he does like a banjo cover of Slayer and just ridiculous, ridiculous stuff. Okay. Uh, and the other is uh, he's more of a pop guy, more of a pop producer, vocalist guy named Andrew Huang. Okay. Uh, so the two of them, they, they booked a studio. They booked 10 hours on like a, a Saturday or whatever, whatever day the 1st of October was the, the year they did this, hence the name of the, the band. Okay. Uh, and they showed up and they said, we're going to make a record. But here's the thing. They did absolutely zero writing or planning or preparation whatsoever. <laughs> they And they didn't tell the engineer at the studio that's what they were doing. Oh so, no! So they showed up, and they were, and and they were, the guys like, yeah, I think we can, we could probably knock out, you know, ten songs in ten hours if you guys are well rehearsed. And and Rob's like, oh, I should have probably mentioned we didn't write anything. Yeah, <laughs> amazing, so, amazing. So literally, what you're hearing on this record is the the basically first time playing through these songs for these guys. Um, they they essentially set up in in the live room with a drum kit and a guitar and a couple vocal mics and just like let's try this let's try that okay cool lay it down and <laughs> uh and switch back and forth play, like you know one of them would play guitar one the other play drums and they'd switch back and forth so some of the songs you know are are okay one or the other and then after they had the guitar and drums laid down they went back and did bass and wrote like actual lyrics because a lot of these they just kind of did you know gibberish lyrics for for scratch tracks um but they uh but yeah they 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 this is all like off the cuff just complete random like let's <laughs> figure this out and uh there's there's a there's two youtube videos and i will send you caleb the links Ooh. uh so you can put them in the show notes one is on yeah. rob scallon's channel and that is like a documentary style like start to finish i mean they they you know don't show you the whole 10 hours they chop it up but it's like you know 20 minute video of like the highlights of the day and how they started and how they ended and, and like you know the the moments in between that were that were particularly funny okay um and then andrew huang's <laughs> channel he has a video where it's just all the songs and then they used footage from the studio to make basically a one long music video for the whole record um huh. that uh that, that kind of shows uh, shows what this is about. Um, so those videos are an absolute delight to watch. Okay. Um, these these two are, are, are very entertaining individuals on their own and together. It's just pure chaos, and I love it. Yeah. Um, and the engineer, the engineer, I don't know who it was. Uh, I don't know what studio they did it in Chicago. It's, it might be in the in the description of the one of the YouTube videos. But he, man, he rolls with it, and it's, <laughs> like he is such a good sport because he's like, all right. I guess this is what I'm doing today. <laughs> um, and yeah, and shockingly, they did they did all these songs in exactly ten hours. Like they like down to the wire. Like they were recording the last vocal take on the last song as the timer ran out. So that explains some stuff because there's a, a couple <laughs> points throughout the record where they're like, "How are we doing on time?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, what time are we at? Yeah. How many songs <laughs> is that? Okay, let's go. Um, <laughs> but I I will say that given that premise, right. If yeah. someone just told me that, I'd be like, I'm not listening to that because there's no fucking way it's any good. Yeah. And I will say that there are some absolute jams on this record. And it yes. is way better than it has any business being given the circumstances around it. And I think no song uh, kind of encapsulates that that uh, jam status as much as the second track, which is Can't Be Stopped. Okay.
Yeah, that that definitely has uh, has some jam tendencies. Some some jam tendencies. I I dare you to not get that stuck in your head. I I dare you. <laughs> it is def. I I. Hmm. I don't know if I would say that it is the catchiest track because woo is pretty good. Uh, but <laughs> it's definitely one of the catchiest tracks uh, on this record, and one of the catchiest ones that I've heard in a while. Um, that so. I, that story really makes uh, makes the experience uh, that much better for me because listening to it, the the record start to finish, it feels like okay, couple guys got together and made a joke record. All right, like mm-hmm. that's that's fun. Like there's there's nothing wrong with that. But like, all right, whatever. But like hearing the premise of like we're just, we're gonna we're gonna take ten hours. We're not gonna tell the engineer what we're doing. <laughs> we're gonna just write ten songs or however many we can do. Uh, that's pretty brilliant. And uh, yeah, the the quality is it's not fair. Yeah, I know. Like <laughs> like like most of these songs that they just kind of tossed out there are better than most of the songs I've ever written. And it's like, fuck off guys. But, but I mean, again, these are like, these are guys that like write music all day, every day for a living, like on YouTube. Um, I mean, Andrew Huang is, uh, his mastery of melody is, is incredible. I think, you know, and it can't be stopped as a, as a very good example of that. Like his, his melody is just infectious and agreed. You know, so, you know, it's, it definitely helps that these guys are like really good musicians, really talented songwriters. Um, you know, that, that certainly helps, but, uh, but yeah, it's like I said, this record is better than it has any business being given the, the circumstances surrounding it. I love so much that even on a record like this, uh, people will go on genius.com and like try to ascribe meaning to songs. (laughs) <laughs> someone was like this is an encouraging song about resiliency and doing the impossible in this track they sing about not taking any negativity or discouragement like you know what yeah, yeah. i guess that's accurate yeah <laughs> i mean i think it's you know i, I think it's a, a really good tone setter for the record too because they're just like fuck it we're doing this you can't stop us we're we're doing an album in, in 10 hours whether you like it or not and <laughs> and whether we like it or not we're doing it so Hopefully someone likes this record. Um, Speaking of tone setting, that guitar tone is a little bit nasty. Yeah. It's like this like snotty, fuzzy, like, I don't know, like, I kind of don't like it, but it's also kind of perfect. It, it fits <laughs> what they're doing very well. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, it, it feels kind of like uh, my first pedal. Uh, sort of distortion sound. Yeah. <laughs> I think if I remember correctly from the uh, the video, they weren't using a real amp. They were using just like a, a guitar DI'd into like an amp sim in the studio. Ah, okay. So the engineer could like modify the sounds on the fly, like what, what for the song. And I think they just ended up using whatever they used. Like, like I don't think they went back and changed it. They were just like, that's it. That's the, that's the sound. Um, that's, the, that's the one yeah i love it that's yeah it was this was very much an exercise in like just pick something and commit to it and then don't look back um that's, that's so good yeah but y- you've got jams like can't be stopped that are like legitimately good songs that like i would put on a playlist and listen to like if there was a band that sounded like can't be stopped and then like all their songs were in that vein i'd go see them play yeah like for real um but then you've got songs that are just ridiculous, goofy, stupid, uh, you know, just whatever songs. Uh, and I think the next track on the record, Two Friends, is the epitome of that. I've got these two friends that I know. I met them at the last show. Whoa. 
That's uh that's a Rob Scallon okay. tune there. He's okay. definitely more of the the funny goofy guy. Yeah. Uh of of the two. Um Yeah. Did you ever hear the old uh, Christian Scott band Five Iron Frenzy? I I've heard some Five Iron Frenzy songs. I never really got too into them though. Yeah, I mean I wouldn't blame you, but um they had a tendency to do like some goofy filler tracks on the, their records, uh, but specifically they did an EP called uh, I think it was Qu- uh, "Quantity Is Job One." Might have been quality. Doesn't matter. Nothing matters. Um, but <laughs> it was full of goofy ass shit like this. There was a whole like rock opera about pants. Uh, there was yes. a track that I, I introduced Ellen to recently called Kingdom of the Dinosaurs. Uh, and so like the, the vibe of two friends feels like it would have fit perfectly on that, uh, which is saying something because that was, you know, probably like high schoolers or like early, early, like 20 somethings, like 30 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not quite 30, but like a long time ago, this is 20 years ago or something like that. Uh, but no, that's, it, that's. That's that's the kind of vibe that I got from this. Uh, like the like so <laughs> they do with vocals. So <laughs> so that's I I I believe the story behind that is that they wanted to do a kazoo solo but didn't have a kazoo. <laughs> of course. So they just went out. That's just. Burp, 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 burp. <laughs> I mean, that's basically a kazoo in any way. Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> just uh, like, it, that plus a little tiny piece of paper and like you got a kazoo. Pretty much. Uh, <laughs> and, like, I love the, the, like falling down the stairs drum fills. But the next track feels like something you would have written. Like earnestly, I, though, <laughs> I am so glad to hear you say that because uh, this is my favorite song on the record, and that is uh, "Don't Go to My House." If you wanna go to my house, you gotta ask me first. You just can't go there. You just can't go there. If you wanna hang out with me, you gotta ask me first. You can't just show. time are we on? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sick. Okay. All right. Uh, on to another song. See, I knew immediately from the first line that this was a song that really spoke to you. That if you <laughs> want to go to my house, you got to ask first. You can't just show up. You, know, you just can't just go you there. You can't just go there. If you want to hang out with me, you got to ask first. You can't just show up. That's really weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's really <laughs> weird. 
It's better when he says, if you want to be my car insurance agent, I got to sign a paper or something. You can't just start representing my car insurance. Get out of my house. <laughs> I, I feel like I, I feel like that had to be just completely improvised. And because I can't imagine someone writing that and then being like, yeah. And not that I mean that it's bad because it's it's obviously fucking gold. Yes. It's just like you only get that kind of genius just off the cuff. Um, but it it does make me wonder though if this song is based in a little bit in reality. Yeah. Um. Well, because you know we think about it like these guys are pretty popular YouTubers, right? Like they mm-hmm. each have like you know millions of subscribers. Fair. And and so it's not unthinkable that someone may have like you know a fan may have like figured out because like uh, you know i don't know they're like normal dudes that just like live their lives at the same time right so like mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. it's not uh, unthinkable to think that someone may have figured out like where rob lives and showed up at his house one day and be like hey let's hang out you know yeah <laughs> that's really weird that's, but that is that would be really weird yeah. <laughs> like don't like don't that that's Rob t- literally telling us don't go to my house like <laughs> stay away from my house. <laughs> the line of him just yelling get out of my house is so good. And of course it's this like fast paced kind of punky song mm-hmm. uh, with more of that just like nasally snotty guitar. <laughs> just like does the guitar need to blow its nose? Yeah, it might. <laughs> it might. Oh, it's this. This is a treat. It really is. It, yeah. I'm so glad that you're enjoying this. Uh, I was worried that you were going to hate it. Um, but I, I, I had a feeling that you were going to be like, well, what the fuck is this? And then when I told you what it, what it was, you'd be like, oh, okay. And I feel, yeah. I feel, I feel like that's kind of what happened. Well, like, in a way, the record as a whole gives me kind of like Reggie and the Full Effects vi- full okay. effect vibes. Okay. Uh, because Reggie, like, uh, James Dewey's wrote the, like, like every album was this odd mix of, like, full-on jams, like, like somewhat serious songs, like, really, like, well-written, thoughtful stuff. And then this just, like, crazy skit shit and, like, goofy songs that didn't mean anything or maybe, I don't know. But, like, it's, it's that same kind of energy that these two bring. Uh, and so... <laughs> You know, minus uh, the the like synth heavy stuff. Yeah. But, well, yeah. if they had time, they probably would have done some synth, but they didn't. So maybe they should have booked twelve hours. Interesting that you say that. Oh. We'll talk about that later. Oh. So, <laughs> so uh, we have one more song I want to talk about before we go into the break, and this is like kind of a like a heartfelt, you know. Like ballad, which is uh, "Don't Go." It's a fairly dramatic tonal shift. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. It, it, I mean, for one, it, it definitely showcases uh, additional range for mm-hmm. both of these songwriters. Uh, like I said, it's a really chill, kind of clean, picky ballad. Um, it was still like. Yeah, especially, you know, given the time constraints, you wouldn't expect more, but still, like, super simple, mm-hmm. like, can strip down lyric writing. Uh, but, like, completely out of context of this record, I could see someone listening to this song and be like, this is so sad. I know. <laughs> like, coming hot on the heels of, don't go to my house. Uh, and then it's don't go. <laughs> and then it's just don't go. Like, yeah. <laughs> I yeah, I never put that together, but it is like don't go to my house. But then it's like, hey, don't leave though. Now now that you're here, now that you're here, <laughs> I know your reasons are not mine, and that's fine. <laughs> Get out of my house! <laughs> oh, it's too good. It's too good. It's very good. It's it's very good. Um, yeah, uh, just. That's a delightful track. I don't have a lot to say about it. There's not a whole lot of story behind it uh, as far as the video goes. Um, but, you know, it's two minutes and nine seconds of the first time they played that song, I think. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, there there was a certain point in 
in the the production where like after they laid down all of like the bass tracks, mm-hmm. not the not the bass guitar tracks, but like the the you know the foundational tracks. The foundational tracks. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, that they kind of split off and like you know Rob would lay down some bass while Andrew was like working on lyrics, and so like there was stuff that like on this that you know one of them hadn't heard that the other one had done until the very end. Oh, like, that's amazing. Yeah, and so I think. I think don't go. I believe I I want to say it's Rob playing guitar mm-hmm. and like he recorded this guitar thing while like Andrew was working on lyrics for something else and then like Andrew did like the vocals to this while Rob was like doing bass tracks or something else and it was just like oh that that worked out great like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That I mean that's a, a sensible way to do it, you know, mm-hmm. divvy up your time a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, really like use every every moment. Yeah. Don't don't waste a moment of your time. That's the real lesson to be learned here today. Yeah, that is. You only have so many hours. Don't waste a single one. You only have 10. <laughs> oh, no. And you have to have 10 songs done by the end of them. So, oh, oh God. Time's a wasting. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we're going to hear Don't Go and take a quick break here from our sponsors. And we come back, we'll talk about the uh, the back half of this record. So stay tuned. Don't Go. Skating 
you're still listening to Left of the Dial. I am still Kitsy. Caleb still is rollerblading around the studio. I just, I love to feel the wind between my knuckles. Man, skating is so cool. <laughs> and we are, of course, still talking about uh, 10 hours by the 1st of October. <laughs> That's ridiculous. So this, this is the longest track. Mm-hmm. This is the one that it's just over three minutes. And like... <laughs> This shifted real quick into some like Midwest emo vibes for sure. Thank you. Uh, so I, the the back half of this record has a lot of that that sort of feel. There's even a, a point, and we'll, we'll talk about it later, where like I start to feel a little bit like minus the bear sort of yeah. and stuff like that. And, like this is the point in the record where I started to think that I recognized Andrew Wong's uh, voice as someone else, and I still can't quite place who. Uh, but obviously, it's not who I was thinking of. Uh, but I, I think it's it's combined with that those like twinkly, mm-hmm. uh, picky Midwest emo guitars, and it, like it almost gives me some like promise ring vibes. I think a little bit of that. There's all, like just like the slightest hint of maybe like some American football or mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. that that uh, genre that era. Uh, <laughs> anyway, here's never meant. <laughs> so Rollerbladen's interesting because to the best of my knowledge, this is the only song where Rob wrote the lyrics, but Andrew sang them. Oh. Because Rob actually is an avid rollerblader. Interesting. Yeah. Has he has he been skating all his life? All his life. I mean, otherwise it's a false claim. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, I can't trust anything he says. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like he's got some rollerblading videos on his channel too. Um, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Committed. Like all in. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> oh. I want to joke about having better things to do, but I don't because the next track, Things to Do, is well, what thing, I have to do. The thing to do is listen to it. So let's do that. The thing to do is listen to it. After this, yes, we should totally get pizza. We should totally get pizza. So, I mentioned that the like the this record on the whole gives me some um, Reggie and the Full Effect vibes, and this track 
has like so some of the the Reggie tracks like he just goes like full on metal or hardcore like just for fun and like they're, mm-hmm. they're these big ripping riffs and solos uh and you know he's because he was the he was a singer of a, a hardcore band right I can't remember which. oh probably but I think he I think he was at one point uh anyway that's neither here nor there um that is to say. That about halfway through this listen of this track, thinking like this reminds me of one of those like more metal esque uh, Reggie songs, I realized that that's who it reminds me of. Who Andrew's voice reminds me of uh, is James Louise oh, okay. doing the Reggie stuff. Okay, yeah. I can see that. <laughs> I can see that. But we should totally get pizza. See, Woo. I definitely get the the Reggie vibes, but. Like to me, this also puts off some real big black flag energy. Okay. That I mean, I don't know enough black flag to uh to confirm or deny that, but I believe you. And uh pull up pull up the song TV Party by Black Flag real quick just for like a second and you'll see what I mean. I am gonna do that. I'm gonna do it too. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. I can also, as a total aside, see how much uh this band influenced early MXPX, like Poconaccia era. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> I can see that. I got things to do. I got things to do. <laughs> Places to be. I got, I got somewhere to be at a quarter to three, Caleb. It's very specific and uh, we're running out of time. We are. Woo. Uh, Woo. But you know, you know what I always say? What do you always say? You should listen to always. Good choice. I've been aching for a lost day. I've been aching. You were changing. You were always. You've been changing. If it came to Fall day Everything went cold Now I can't look to you I can't look to you Real talk. Mm-hmm. That's such a fucking good song. It is. Like again, like this is one that you could sneak onto like a a, a fall emo playlist mix, mm-hmm. uh, and I would just I would just feel it deep in my soul. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, this but like this definitely has those like again those Midwest emo vibes, especially like the early two thousands mm-hmm. kind of stuff, which is kind of coming back right now too, which is interesting. 
Um, yes. But, uh, you know, I, I have to remind myself that the early 2000s was 20 years ago now. It, it really was. And that's weird to me. Yes. But, uh, so, like, it's about time for a revival. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, which is weird. But, um the th- this is like the first time in my life that like a style of music that I was around for the first time has come back. And so it's, <laughs> it's very weird to me. It's very weird to me. Um, but, uh, what was I, what was I trying to say about with this song? Something about Midwest. Oh, I love the, the start stop, like drum rhythm, how it locks yes. in with the guitars and the, the guitars are kind of like tappy, twinkly, noodly, doodly, boodly, doodly. <laughs> Googly moogly. This is the uh, the track that I was saying specifically reminded me of Minus the Bear with yep, the, yep, uh, the yep. tapping guitar part. And uh, it's, uh, again, Rob on guitar for this one uh, and Andrew on drums. And this, the drum part is so good. Yeah. It's just, it's exactly yeah. what the song needs. Uh, it's like not too complex, but not too simple. And just like, like you said, lockstep with the, that tapping guitar. And it's, oh, it's perfect. This, like... It it honestly surprised me to hear this song on this record. Like even before I knew what this record was, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this is mostly joke songs, and that's fine. And then this song comes along, I was like, what is this? This is really good. <laughs> yeah, I think I think like this and and can't be stopped are both like legitimate. Like like I would like I mean obviously it's leg- this is all legitimate music. Like there's no such thing as illegitimate music or whatever. But like you know. <laughs> Like those two songs, I think, are really standout. Like, you know, diamond in the rough tracks on this this record that yeah. you know you could easily slip into a like serious actual record and and be like, yeah, no, these these fit. These are jams. These are good written, well written songs that someone spent uh, a, clearly a very long time perfecting. <laughs> yes, it's just, it's wild to think that like in this experiment of like we're just gonna write as much as we can in in ten hours uh, that. Like you would have such a an array that it wouldn't like feel like formulaic. That it wouldn't feel like uh, just like all just thrown together, sloppy, mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. like off the cuff. Like it feels so put together, and like and it kind of makes me angry. <laughs> <laughs> um, you mentioned so I, I made a joke about needing twelve hours, and you mentioned there being uh, something relevant to that or a story. I feel like now's a good time to tell that. Oh, no, that's at the end. Okay. So that's spoilers then. Spoilers, yeah. Okay. Speaking of spoilers. Uh, Play Dead's Inside? Spoilers for Play Dead's Inside. (laughs) Let's listen to it. Walking in the woods is what I'm all about. Yeah, these dogs really make me frown. This red shirt is all I own Oh, I hope I can get it home Caleb, I need to tell you something. Please tell me something. Tell me something good. Uh, submarine all the time is what I'm all about. <laughs> I can tell you getting chased underwater is not what I'm all about. Uh, what I can tell you, though, is this song has a, 
a hope of mine for every situation I've ever been in, which is that I hope this doesn't end uh, with me in a pile of humans at the beach. (laughs) So... First of all, I'd like to point out that uh, someone actually took the time to tag this track on Genius as Midwest Emo. Oh, uh, very much, yes. <laughs> which it, it totally is. And I like musically, it follows the theme of always very well. Uh, mm-hmm. But then, like lyrically, uh, this, is, this is Rob just going off about a video game. Yeah. It turns out. Yeah. Uh, so, so they, this was kind of getting towards the end of the day. And they had like a couple songs he did lyrics for, and he's like, I don't know, I'll just improvise something. He's like, What, what can I just like riff about for a while? And he's like, I've been playing this video game. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was scrolling through some like screenshots and whatnot for it, and like, there's some spooky shit in this game. <laughs> I mean, I think based on what I know about the game, which is literally just the lyrics that Rob sings, I've not looked at the, up the game at all. Uh, <laughs> but I think the the music really fits the vibe of the game. It seems like it seems like it. Um, yeah, so Playdead is, uh, I guess, the studio, mm-hmm. and uh, Inside is the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, I mean, the artwork for this is really cool. Uh, I kind of want to play this. Well, maybe you should, and then you can tell me what it's all about. I feel like it might be Get really it? scary. I, I would, yes. But no, 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 no. You can tell me what it's all about. Is that in the song? Because... Because oh, oh, yeah, he, he keeps saying what I'm all yeah. about, and you can tell okay. me what the game's all about. I was like, wait, I'm missing something. What am I missing? <laughs> oh, I was thinking about the game being spooky, and I, I couldn't think beyond that. Oh, look at that. Copenhagen. Anyway, it's a good song, though. Yeah. Like, I mean, lyrically, it's it's kind of goofy because it's just riffing, like, ad-libbing, literally ad-libbing about a video game. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, but musically and melodically, even with the lyrics uh, or with the vocals, it's really fucking good and catchy. Yeah, yeah the the melody, like in the like in the verses, in the like the lines when it says "what I'm all about," like is is so fucking catchy. Yeah, like I would I would love to hear this song with some refined vocals, mm-hmm. uh, and I mean that in like the writing sense, not in like the the singing sense, but like, yeah, um, like you know, keep. Keep the music and the melody as is and write real real lyrics for it. And like this would be a fucking yeah. killer jam. Yeah. That'd be so good. <laughs> this record's so weird. It's so weird. Like I keep they, saying it's it's better than it has any business being, I think is the the best way I can describe it. So I'm noticing that they have another record. That I, I didn't listen to, but oh, I saw spoilers. I saw, it, I saw it earlier, and I'm wondering if this has something to do with the, the the twelve hours. Did they go back in the the next year and do one in twelve hours? Yeah, they did a second record the next year on the first of October. So, um, so a couple a couple of fun things I want to point out is this. Uh, they were they did this on the first of October, hence the name of the band. Um, according to Apple Music, here it was released on October twelfth. Mm-hmm. So that means in 12 days, they went from absolutely nothing to released, which is yes. just wild. Absolutely wild. Um, and this was 2018 they did this. And then in mm-hmm. 2019, they did the follow-up record, which is also quite good. Um, if you like this one, you'll like the other one as well, I think. Um, it's called Gourmet Ravioli. It's called Gourmet Ravioli. And I, I would encourage you, Caleb, to to at least watch the video for that uh, that record, if not listen to the record as well, because... Okay. Um, yeah, the, the 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 gourmet ravioli comes from a track where uh, they're just like again they're just like improvising like they did thirst record, but it's just like they're just like I won't pay those high prices for your ravioli. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's good. It's really good. Um, the, the the track names for this other one are also very good. I won't I won't spoil them for people, but yeah. Maybe maybe we can do a follow up on it because uh, yeah it, that's I'm into it the, it's delightful um, but we got one more song to go we do <laughs> stupid <laughs> do you want to know the story behind this one I do I do tell me the story 
so they, they had this this track and it was like they weren't sure what to do with it and it was gonna be um it was gonna be an instrumental. They're like, let's just leave it instrumental and they're like, well, we gotta do lyrics for it or something, we gotta figure something out. And this was like they're coming up on the last like 10 minutes of studio time, right? Mm-hmm. Um and so Andrew turns to Rob and he's like, I have an idea. I'm not gonna tell you what it is, I'm just gonna go do it, and if you hate it, we'll just leave it instrumental. And Rob's like, yes, yes, absolutely, go, do it. And then Andrew did what what you hear there. It's just <laughs> riffing on the band names for Goo Goo Dolls and Foo Fighters in <laughs> about three dozen different combinations. And like, Goo Fighters, Foo Foo Dolls, Doll Fighters, Goo 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 Goo, goo, goo Dolls, dolls. <laughs> Foo 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 Dolls. Fighters, <laughs> what? So when it when it starts and it just like the song is called Possible Band Names, and it starts with Goo Goo Dolls. I'm like, okay, so they're just gonna name existing bands. All right, I'm here for this. And then he follows up with Foo Fighters. I'm like, okay, yep, I'm right. And then it goes into the weird combinations. Of like, oh no, I did. I that took a turn I did not predict. <laughs> <Foo> <laughs> Goofu fighters. Uh, well done. Well done, Kitsy. <laughs> I think um when I was listening to this, probably on my my third listen through or so, I, I had messaged you and said like this would have been a really good one to do what we did for uh for Barties and mm-hmm. just have me like listen and give like full on first reactions. Uh because they were pretty wild. Um, <laughs> can you can uh, you maybe kind of try to bring some of that energy back a little bit and, and give us a little bit of it? Uh, well, what I was going to say is that we should uh, we should if we follow up and do gourmet ravioli, that's what we should do. Okay. It's like I will wait to listen to them until we do the podcast, and you you'll get my my genuine reaction. Of course, obviously now I'll know you'll, the story. You know the but, premise, but it's still. But my reaction to the music will still be good. Yeah. So, um, did we have, we just had, when this episode airs, we will have just had a live. Yeah. Yeah. We just did, we just did a, a, a back to back, uh, live stream with, uh, Mikey Erg and early riser, both of whom we've had on the podcast recently. So go back and check out those episodes. Uh, I hope the live stream went well. It, it, it's, it's two days from now as we're recording this, but, um, I'm just going to go ahead and say it was amazing, and you know, time will tell if I'm right. Time will tell. Uh, <laughs> but then, uh, as I was uh, strolling through uh, through YouTube, you 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 turb your turb your turb YouTube earlier. <laughs> I'm just going to go with it. I can't say it tonight. Apparently, uh, I saw that we have a, a couple more books that have been announced. Is that uh, is that also accurate? That is also accurate. Yeah, we have uh, we have one for. Ooh, let me let me. Let me look at YouTube and make sure I'm not giving away ones I can't give away yet. The ten worst shark attacks ever recorded. <laughs> no, that was the first. No. That was the first like uh, <laughs> no. recommended video that popped up when I loaded it. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we've got um, we've got Bakai. Uh, we've got Bakai coming up. Um, Who were, uh, they were one of our first guests. They were. They, were, they were our first guest. That's right. I keep forgetting they were the very first. They were very good. They were very good. They were very delightful. I am beyond excited for that one. I am so 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 excited to have them in the studio. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I've seen them live a couple of times now, um, back pre-pandemic, and they were awesome. And so I'm assuming they're only better now that they haven't practiced or played in a year and a half. So. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, so that's, that's fun. Uh, we also have, uh, Catbite, uh, Philly, Ooh. Philly band. They are a, a ska quartet that, uh, I believe does not have any horns. So they're like, they're like ska with like guitar and keys, but no horns. So if you're not really a ska fan because of the horns, maybe this band will be, you know, you'll be into it. Maybe not. I don't know. Check it out. Maybe or you'll don't. hear it and maybe, maybe you'll want to pick it up. Maybe you will. Uh, <laughs> very nice. <laughs> Uh, and that's that's actually that's a matinee show. That's on a Sunday. That's on the uh, the Ju- July twenty fifth at three p.m. We have a matinee show. 
Wild um, and crazy. Yeah, so that'll be fun. And then uh, it's not on the channel now, but it fucking better be by the time this episode comes out. So I'm just going to pretend it is, uh, is we are, we have the Tisberries coming up as well. Uh, Neat. I think if I'm doing my math right from the day this episode airs, it'll be next Saturday oh, uh, okay. is, is the Tisberries, which is um, Tyler from Riverby. Tyler plays lead guitar in Riverby, who is our first left the dial yeah. live. Uh, that is his band. He, he, uh, he fronts that band. And awesome. I believe, I believe uh, Doug from Riverby is also, like I think it's it's basically like everyone from River P except for August is is that band, um, so so that's that'll be that'll be a fun one as well. We're excited for that. Very um, cool. And then of course we did our our hit like a girl. Uh, the full video was just released. Um, you know it'll be I guess two weeks ago now as of the release of this podcast. But that's up now on our YouTube channel for your viewing pleasure. Um, I. If I'm doing my math right, either Early Riser or Mikey Erg, I'm not sure which one yet will the full video be released today as of the release of this. Again, I hope I'm getting this right. Apologies if not. Just go to the, you know what? Go to leftthedial.live and just go figure out what we're doing on your own because I don't fucking know. Uh, <laughs> this is a very good looking YouTube channel. Thank you. I enjoy looking at this YouTube channel. It's, it's very pleasing to the eye and to the ears because of the music. Yes. Yes, we we've we've had some really good, really really good musicians. I mean, our, our friend Kaylee Goldsworthy came in and did a session, and just uh, I forget who said it, but but someone called her performance captivating, and I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. that's accurate. That's accurate. Um, <laughs> you know, of course, we had Long Neck as well. We had Riverbee back in the day, and we we have a few more. Uh, we have a few more coming up that. Uh, you know what? I'm just going to say them. And if they're not announced by the time this comes out, I'll just cut it. Uh, but we have Oceanator yes. coming up. Uh, yes. we have, I think that's the only one actually, but still like that's like close to being booked. So very excited about that. But love Elise. Elise is wonderful. Elise is wonderful. Actually, I think, I feel like I'm missing one. Let me look. Buckeye, Catbite. No, Oceanair, yeah, Oceanair. So yeah, we're still trying to fill the other date in August. Uh, but yeah, Oceanator, um, we're still waiting for them to confirm, but hopefully they will have confirmed by the time this comes out and I can announce that. Otherwise, well, I'll, otherwise I'll cut it. And of course, uh, if you want to be up to date on all the, the happenings, the goings-on and whatnot for, for Left of the Dial Live, you can just head on over to leftofthedial.live. Make sure you subscribe to the channel and... Uh, uh, smash that like button and ring that bell for notifications. I think I, I think I got that right. I think that's how YouTubers do it. I think that's how YouTube works. Uh, and you know, don't don't miss out. Like this, this is good shit. I I will say, um, you know, every every YouTuber ever asks you to hit the like button and leave a comment and subscribe and stuff. Um, and the and they do that because, you know, we're there's so much content on YouTube and we're forever at the whims of the, the ever-changing YouTube algorithm. And uh, doing those things really helps, actually. It really helps other people find what we're doing. So yeah. if you enjoy our podcast, if you've enjoyed our, our Left of the Dial live sessions, or if you're just checking them out for the first time, uh, please, please, please just you know give a like, give a comment, share it, send it to a friend, post it on your social media or something, because uh, a little bit, a little bit of that goes a long way for helping us kind of get, uh, get these, you know, get, get these bands discovered a little bit more, get, mm -hmm. the, get their music out there, which is what it's all about. That's what yeah. I'm all about is getting the music out there. <laughs> that so, is what you're all about. That is what I'm all about. Uh, yeah. Also, uh, worth noting is that we, uh, put the audio from these sessions up on Bandcamp. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you can go to leftofthedial.bandcamp.com to check all those out. Uh, so if you want to help support us uh, and the bands financially, uh, we split all the proceeds from the the revenue from Bandcamp there with with the bands 50-50. So you're helping us keep doing what we do, uh, and you're helping the bands uh, try to get uh, a little bit of money coming in after you know a year and a half of not being able to you know do what bands do to make money. So yeah, uh, you know again your your five dollars there goes a long way as well. So uh, yeah. Uh, I'll I'll stop begging for your time and attention and money now. <laughs> well, this is this has been a ride. 
This, this was a this was a, f- a fun week, and uh, now I'm looking forward to spending a good chunk of my upcoming vacation uh, trying to find anything I can possibly find about the the next bend that we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. So. That I I am ex- I am genuinely excited to see if you can find anything because I have we'll talk about it next week. Yeah. All right. Well, uh we're going to hear uh oops, I'm looking at the wrong fucking album now. I've clicked over to the <laughs> I clicked over to the Grammy Ravioli one. Yeah, me too. Uh so we're going to hear possible band names to take us out by the 1st of October off of their debut album 10 Hours. Uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, we'll put the link to the YouTube videos in the show notes so that you can check those out. And yeah, this has been Left the Dial. I have been Kitsy. Caleb has been Koi. Thank you so much for listening and we'll be back next week.